Good day, listeners. We present to you our podcast, Wounded Hearts, Wounded Churches. We discuss a variety of topics that are important to the church. Examples include sexual abuse, all types of addictions, religious abuse, and recovery. This platform provides counseling sessions, meaningful question and answer, and a counseling continuum. Our co-hosts include Ms. Lolita, Personnel Director, Mrs. Tennille, our Technical Director. We have an impressive array of program contributors. And I'm your host. My name is Prince, founder of Antioch Youth Center, 5013C program, licensed counselor, now retired. So join in this exciting podcast, Wounded Hearts, Wounded Churches, and be a part of the healing process. So tonight we have a good friend of ours, Pastor Calvin Foster, been preaching for years and years, Church of God affiliation for 60 years more, 70 years or more. He's in Kennesset, Arkansas. You can see him on YouTube, does revivals across the country. He was in Oregon a couple of months ago, and you can look and find about his platform through our broadcast if you wish. So again, we want to thank Pat for being here. He is in the Arkansas area. Our director is in Atlanta area, and I'm down here in Macon, Georgia. Just give a hand for our for our guest tonight. Glad to have him here. Howie, what a <laughs> what a crowd! <laughs> what a crowd, man! That is really something. So, Pastor, uh, we enjoyed you last week. And we had talked about some sensitive issues. We talked about uh, addiction, but moreover in homosexuality. And uh, I think we all know that there are many of, of, of saints' children who were once saved or who were just around the church and left the church and who decided to go into alternative sexuality. I want to reach out to those things. So if you know anyone, who is in the lifestyle and wants help, have them tune in. If you know anyone that's even considering it, have them tune in tonight. We'll talk about homosexuality and addiction in this uh, podcast. Pastor, do you have any ideas or, or uh, help in dealing with this uh, type of sin, homosexuality? Yes, thank you, Pastor, for having me on again tonight. Uh, if I may take a, one moment just to invite everyone to my area sure i'm uh, uh located roughly about 50 miles north of little rock arkansas mm -hmm. and i would like to invite everyone to our memorial day weekend meeting uh on may 26th the 27th and 28th okay we've kind of got a reputation we have a uh, afternoon uh lunch on on that the 27th and we kind of got a little reputation for our catfish and for our right. fellowship so All we'd right. like to invite you <laughs> if you're in the area come this way oh, and wow. give me a call at 501-593-5105 all right very good so getting to the subject at hand pastor um it's something about that particular subject that even some of the saints that are saved tend to never want to give their testimony about opening up their life about that particular subject of homosexuality. Yes. Mm -hmm. 
uh, you'll be hard pressed to find someone that'll be a speaker for that until their past life on that. But uh, what we we know, see, we as Christians, it's no secret that the, what the Bible says about that subject. It's no secret that uh, in the book of Genesis, chapter one and verse twenty-seven, where the scripture says that uh, God created man in His own image. In the image of God created he him, male and female created mm -hmm. he them. So we, we, God created male and female, which is two distinct differences of our sexual orientation. That, that's a foundation of, of humanity and of society that we don't want to get away from. And the world is getting away from it. Yes, they 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 have gotten away from. Uh, uh, they're they're mixing the sexes and they're doing all kind of things to their to their human body and everything, but but that's a foundation principle of society. We know that is Christian. So some would some would try to take the stand and say that they were born that way. Well, it would be this this would be a question that I'd have for them. Why would a holy God? Who inspired the Holy Bible, put in the into the the genetics of a man to be a to be sexually attracted to another man, or a woman to be sexually attracted to another woman, forcing them to go that way because they were born that way, and then turn right around and condemn it in His Word. <laughs> Good, point. He Good point. He wouldn't do that. Good he wouldn't point. make you that way. That would be an unfair and an unjust uh, God. Good point. We can trace this from the from the Old Testament to the New Testament. That is wrong, and we we just want uh, uh, in the book of Leviticus, just a couple of verses I want to share with us. Amen. In Leviticus, the 18th chapter, and I would advise anyone to read that chapter. The Lord's word says. Thou shalt not lie, in verse 22, 18, 22, Thou shalt not lie with mankind as with womankind. It is an abomination. And, and then you drop down to Leviticus, the 20th chapter, and the 13th verse. It says, if, if a man also lie with womankind as he lieth with a woman, excuse me, if a man also lie with Mankind, as he lieth with the woman, both of them have committed an abomination. They shall surely be put to death. Their blood shall be upon them. So we see God took that as a very serious mm -hmm. subject with people to death for that. Mm -hmm. Amen. So we don't, one thing I do not want to become as a, what they call a gay basher. Right, right. Not right, out to right. call people right. names and streets, right. nicknames, right. and and call people right. ba and bash people. Right. We want to show people love, the love of God. We want to win people to Christ. But our foundation for this particular subject is in the Bible. And if we go into the New Testament, we can see in First Corinthians six and nine. The Bible says, know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Be not deceived. Now watch how he put all these different sexual sins into one, one uh, uh, verse. Fornication, idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, 
nor bruises of themselves with mankind. And he goes on to talk about other sinful things. So we can see definitely that it's against God's word to have that kind of character and those kind of desires. But, and and then don't, don't make most people are familiar with Romans, the first chapter. Sure. Which says mm -hmm. in verse 21, because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations and their foolish heart was darkened. And then verse 26 says, for this cause, God gave them up unto vile affections, for even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. And likewise, also the men having the, had, leaving the natural use of the woman burn in their lusts one toward another. So we we got we we got our Bible foundation, but now we got to win them to Christ as Man. we would any thief, anybody in the world that need to be saved. We got to show love and win them to Christ. Amen. Amen. Friends, if you want to connect with us, you can. Our program's about half gone already. You can uh, email. I mean, uh, yes, uh, one eight six six five three eight. 3664 1-866-538-3664. Also, our, you can go to YouTube and, and type in your uh, question. You can go to YouTube and type in Church of God in Macon, Georgia. You'll see the live broadcast there. Also, our counseling line, that's 478-283-9093, 478-283-9093. You can email us at uh, REE. E-E-C-H-O-N-E -E at AOL.com. Pastor, I want some statistics. I'm going to read and want to get your guidance on this. Friends, I've often thought that uh, addiction, of course, many of our young people, that's what happened to me. I was in the Church of God and went out and got hooked up in drugs. And we call that A&D, alcohol and drugs, at a 90% relapse rate. But in the past 15 years, we've seen young people go out into sexual deviant behavior. And just a couple of statistics. If you're thinking about that tonight or been dabbling in that, be careful. It is an addiction. And uh, the Family Research uh, Program, Kinsnet, states there's a connection between the homosexuality lifestyle and violence. Violence, homosexuality seems to be connected there. Uh, we're talking about rape, assault, things like that. Bisexual men experience that type of, of violence, 61%. Uh, men that are uh, homosexual, 26%. Binary violence, 50%. Mm -hmm. And many of them consider suicide as an out. Transgender. The transgender is a person that was born female but thinks they're a male. And so they are at the highest risk. 1.8 million uh, consider suicide in a real way. Can you imagine that? Homosexual men attempt suicide every 45 seconds in America. Oh, wow. You know, friends, uh, in my counseling, uh, I've, I've counseled maybe a couple hundred in, in, in the past uh, 30 years. And I don't know. I would say 98% of them were 
molested by someone they knew. Mm-hmm. So to say that they were born in it, I've not seen it statistically at all. I really haven't. But if you are homosexual or you know someone, please let us know. Uh, give us your opinion on these things. We want to reach all those who we can. Pastor, also, we got a list here. Uh, it, this comes from Trevor Project, and they had a program also, too. You remember John Wayne Gacy, 33 Murders? He was also a cannibal. Yes, I, re- I remember him, yeah. Mohammed Buller, he killed 84. Andre Kikataka, uh, he killed 21 boys, 14 girls, and 17 women. Oh, Bruce Davis, 27 women. I'm sorry, 27 men and boys. Remember Jim Jones, 917. What they have in common? They were all homosexual. Hmm. All of these mass murderers were homosexual, according to uh, Trevor Project and Program. So, Pastor... Uh, if someone is dealing with this issue, what is your advice? What's your advice? If they're dabbling in it, what's your advice? My my advice would be, I can't. I I, I I I love is what I'm thinking about tonight concerning uh, someone that's dabbling in that. Uh, as I recorded last week about how Jesus. Uh, welcome the little children to come to him mm-hmm. and put his hands on them and bless them. And we realize some people, they go astray. Proverbs 15 and 10 says, correction is grievous unto them that forsaketh the way. Mm-hmm. And he that hateth reproof shall die. Mm-hmm. I would say pe- people do not w- want to be corrected of their wrong. It's true. I want to say to that person, come back to God, come to Jesus. Uh, you, you got better, you got corrected. You were told you were wrong. We were told that lifestyle is wrong and you're dabbling into a fleshly lustful world with powerful demons, powerful, uh, spirits that, that under you, that you need God to break you from them. I encourage right. you to read about the man in the fifth chapter of Mark in the Bible that was filled with so many demons and he winded up cutting himself. And mm. them demons were in men, men like Gacy. They Instead of cutting themselves, they would just take other people's lives. Mm-hmm. Any, any comments from our director? No, sir, not at the moment. And again, friends, I've got more statistics on this. I'll spare you the, the, the information. but And some of these... Uh, these murderers were cannibals too. I didn't want to get into the details, but but they really were. So if you are dealing with this problem or know someone who is, we want you to call in. If you think you were born that way, let us know. But you know, Pastor, the more I study these things from a counseling perspective, you can't blame the church. (laughs) People blame the church for this. Blame the preacher for that. But you mentioned last week, we have we make a choice, don't we, and what we want to do. You mentioned that we have a choice in what we do. Am I right? Amen. That's right. We all have a God-given uh, des- desire for sex. God has put that in us all. And we, you can, without Christ, you misuse it. Mm-hmm. And the devil takes you farther than you want to go. Mm-hmm. He keeps you longer than you want to stay. Those mm-hmm. are those are that's one of the strongest human 
uh, appetites that we have in our human and our in our humanity. Mm -hmm. I mean, is the is the is the sexual desire, and without Christ, you can't control it. So we need Christ. Amen. Even some married men have problems with pornography mm -hmm. and, and lustful spirits. It doesn't go away because they're married. So you have to guard your mind and what you allow to put it, what, what you set before your eyes and what you allow your mind to, to dwell upon. Any comments from our director? No, not at the moment. So, friends, again, if you know someone who's dealing with this, have them call in. We want to reach out to those, especially yes. the saints' children who have uh, ended up here. And we're not like the parents. We're not here to bash you, but we, we want to be of a help because it is an addiction. And when we do know that for sure, and we're trying to find ways to reach our young people who have ended up in this. Also, those who got addicted uh, from drugs the past 30 years. A lot of them are, are, you know, marijuana. Pastor, is marijuana legal in your state? Do you know? Yeah, they, yes, it is. Uh, yeah. They've opened up them shops to uh, to sell legal marijuana. What's your feeling on that? Yes, sir. Well, see, marijuana is is the gateway drug to other drugs. Mm -hmm. Most of them, and back in our time in my youth, Marijuana was one of the most easiest drugs to get a hold to, but then marijuana, marijuana led us into other drugs. It's a gateway drug because it, you know, you it, you you want more, you want more, you want a, a stronger high, mm -hmm. and uh, mm -hmm. and so my feeling about that is that I will not support it. It's wrong, amen, and I, I will speak against it. Mm -hmm. And friends, if you know anyone, Patrick, you, more, you want to add some more? What else are we going to say? Were you done? Well, it just and also, I don't, I don't condone using tobacco. I found out that uh, cigarettes uh, is is one of the most addictive things that people have came my way, and it's one of the hardest things for them to give up is smoking cigarettes, and it's legal too. It's true. So uh, <laughs> we want, we want to. I want to help people and show the Bible. God said he wants us to be in health and he wants That's us true. to prosper even as our soul prosper. That's you read true. that scripture in third John. That's true. Now, that's true. I was addicted for 13 years on cocaine and heroin and the cigarettes is really what had me. Any questions from our listeners? Yes, we do. Mr. 313 asks, such a great topic tonight. Should a saint try to change the person or leave it to a professional? Great question. All right. Pastor, what do you think? I think a saint should should try to change that person, try to help that person, talk to that person. Uh, I've, I've, you know, as a pastor, I've ministered to, to a group of people on the phone line. They told me, each one of them told me they wanted to stop smoking. Amen. And, and, and every, it was a time once a week that I would get together with them and, uh, and, and and I would give them a star by their name. How many stars I got today, Pastor? <laughs> How did you do last week? Well, you got three stars. You got you're doing good. So uh, it was just my little way of trying to help them because they told me that they wanted to stop, and I was praying with them and reading scripture to them. Amen. So a saint could try to help them, but he, and then you know one of the ladies that got on the line with me. She told him, she said, she told him, she says, listen, 
She said, I smoked for many, many years. And she said, but when I made up my mind to stop, I stopped. Right. And it's got to be, they got to have that, that, that personal will power in their mind that I'm sick of this. Uh, friends, our time is just about gone. Maybe two more minutes. You may need to call in our number one eight six six five three eight three six six four. Pastor, also the question talks about a professional. A professional, yeah. Uh, if that's what it takes to be as a pastor and as a man of God, I'm willing to do all I can to help you and go out of my way to try to help you. But if it takes a if if it takes a professional, I've even been to meetings with a man that was uh, dealing with a professional at at one point too, and so uh, to try to get off of uh, 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 other kind of drugs and alcohol. So I'm support you any way I can if you want to stop. If it takes a professional, but I know in my personal life God helped me, and I know many Amen. other saints that God has helped. Amen. And friends, whatever. It, homosexuality, addictions, they have to want to stop themselves. Uh, I I was talking to about 25 guys tonight in a drug program outside meeting, and they've got to want to stop, whether it's sexual addiction, whether it's pornography, whether it's smoking, whatever it is, they have to have that, Ambassador mentioned, desire to want to stop. In fact, sin altogether. And so if they're still dabbling in it or still have some type of uh, desire for it, you can not touch it, but still want to. That'll keep you addicted to whatever it is. Pastor, any last minute questions or comments you want to get before we go? I want to say, too, that I've also sat in a meeting in Alcohol Anonymous. A guy was coming to the church. He went in, I went into Alcohol Anonymous meeting with him. And all of those guys sitting in there, some of them guys will tell you, I can't touch a drop mm -hmm. or I will go back. Mm -hmm. And I was just in there to help my friend, trying to get him into the Lord in a great, greater way. And so I, I would go, I would go as far as I have to go with people to try to help them and they to help them overcome addiction. Amen. One thing I didn't like about those meetings with those alcohol anonymous guys, they always they 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 smoked up the room and I didn't mm -hmm. like being around all that. <laughs> <laughs> so friends again. If you're in the lifestyle or bitter with the church, it wasn't, it's not the church's fault. Uh, we make choices of how we feel, decisions on what we do, and you can't blame Adam tried that, <laughs> others have tried that, but you decide what you want to do for your kids. So there is, you're the issue. And so that's for reaching out to you tonight, let you know we love you, we want to support you, and that's why we're here to implement those three things, reconciliation, healing, and the church of God. Our time is beyond gone, so we're glad to have you here tonight. May the Lord bless you. Thank you, Pastor, to our director, Mr. Neal. Glad to have you all here tonight. Amen. Amen.